This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. And it looks like the Cleveland Browns are trotting out preseason week four. <laughs> That's the lineup. Uh, on Thursday Night Football because we have no Baker Mayfield, we have no Nick Chubb, we have no Kareem Hunt, we may not have Odell Beckham Jr., that's TBD, so you're going to have Case Keenum starting under center with some Dearness Johnson, Demetric Felton mixed in, and it could be a whole lot of the hyphenated one, Donovan Peoples-Jones uh, in this game, or maybe uh, any one of your number of tight ends. Uh, for the Cleveland Browns. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with this game. So anyway, Brandon, let's get a pick on the side and a game score prediction as well. Uh, as expected and really uh, very predictably, the spread has come down uh, at tape time here. Uh, the current line stands at Cleveland minus two and a total of just 41 and a half. This is definitely a five-finger pour, an entire balled up fist uh, on a hashtag tequila Thursday. So what do you got for me? <laughs> Yeah, ooh, Broncos win, Broncos win. Last second, Brandon McManus field goal. He, he's the kicker still, right? Brandon McManus? Sure, yes. He is? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh, okay, that is correct. Sure. Um, 22 to 20 in a, yes, a war of attrition or a war of suck. You know, I think this is going to be <laughs> finally a Thursday night game where we're like, ugh, this is a slog. But, uh, yes, I will take uh, I will take the Broncos to pull it out against Case Keenum and Dearness Johnson and company, uh, 22 to 20. That is, I guess. Oh, it's a half over. <laughs> it's a half over. I was thinking I was going to be under because uh, you have on the script the line at 42 and a half, so it must have moved. It's moved. I, it's come down yeah. a full point uh, with the Keenum news. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. You're sticking to it. Uh, it is scrawled in cement. You cannot change your mind. <laughs> it is there uh, for the rest of eternity. 22 to 20. I'm going to go 20 to 17. No, 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 no. That's too many points for Cleveland. Give me 20 to 13. Denver. Uh, They went by a full seven, so I'll take them on the money line at plus 100. I got them at plus 130 right when the news broke. So I think they're going to cover. And, yeah, this game is going to be hideous, Medusa ugly. And by watching it, we all indeed will turn to stone. With that, Brandon, let's dive in on the Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, this is a game, uh, like I said, only fantasy players in a hellacious bye week or sports bettors could love uh, because this is a game for Lucifer, uh, one that would probably be on replay in the deepest, darkest pits of hell, Brandon. Uh, but we got you know plenty of props to choose from. We got fantasy implications on the line. Uh, we're trying to scratch and claw and get as many points as we possibly can uh, with so many big names on a one-week siesta. So let's go ahead and dive in on uh, the first player prop here, and it's an anytime touchdown. Who scores on Thursday night football? Anybody who's just going to be a kicker fest and maybe a 3-2 to two final with a safety? <laughs> well, 22-20 to 20 for me, I think there's a couple uh, touchdowns baked in there uh, that I have. i got at least two touchdowns for the Broncos, I'm thinking. So uh, I think I like Noah Fant. Plus mm. 230 mm. for an anytime touchdown. He's a guy that scored three touchdowns coming off a touchdown last week, com- coming off 997 and a touchdown. Double-digit targets two of the last three weeks. He is the leader in um, in inside the red zone targets, I believe, for the team, uh, or at least tied for. Uh, he's at least the leader in inside the red zone touchdowns So uh, for the Broncos in the passing game. So I'll go with that. I like him at plus 230. All right, I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton. 
Uh, I think Cortland Sutton, who scored in back-to-back games, will also find the end zone yet again. And it's plus 200. Uh, you look at this secondary for Cleveland. They have allowed the third most touchdowns to wide receivers this season in total nine. And Sutton is number one in total deep targets, number one in total air yards, number 14 in red zone targets as well. Uh, yeah, it's going to get a lot of Denzel Ward. And sure, the former Buckeye uh, has yet to give up a touchdown uh, to his adversary, but he's given up a 64.3 catch rate. So at plus 200, I think Cortland Sutton's got a really good shot of going off in this game. Uh, and by the way, too, I think he's well north of 70 yards, and he's well north of his four-and-a-half receptions prop to boot. Oh, so yeah. oh, I yeah. think Cortland Sutton, okay. you could argue, is the safest play of anybody in this game, right? Yeah, that four-and-a-half receptions prop's a joke, and it's it's juiced way up. They should have bumped it up a, at least one to get, you know, get that juice down a little bit. Well, they could have, but you know what? Uh, they want us to pay up, and you know what? We will then take their money we will take that juice i will mix it in my tequila and it's gonna go down the gullet oh so smooth and delicious bet on fans bet on Cortland sutton number four all right sticking with the denver broncos theme pick your poison here with one of the running backs uh javante williams his rush yards prop is actually down now brandon from 49 and a half to 48 and a half now it's at 46 and a half or Melvin Gordon at 40 and a half. Which of the two Denver Broncos running backs would you welcome most in your circle of trust? Well, I did look this up, and Melvin Gordon's down to 39 and a half. Oh, well, okay so, then. And Melvin Gordon is the play here. I'm sorry. I, I love Javante Williams. We're talking about Juggernaut Javante and how you know he's going to be a rocket ship in the second half of the season. It's just not happening yet. Melvin Gordon's getting... Uh, is the lead guy in this backfield in terms of snap share. He has not been under 30 snaps in any game. Javante Williams has been under 30 in three games. Uh, They're getting close to the same amount of touches. Melvin Gordon's averaging 55 rushing yards per game. Javante Williams is averaging 50. There's no sea change yet. And if that's the case, I'm going to take what Vegas has given me. This should be an even... This should be an even Steven for both of these guys. And the fact that Melvin Gordon is almost 10 yards lower. Uh, give me Melvin Gordon on the over. I'm not going to touch Javante Williams. Uh, I do like Melvin Gordon's over more on receiving yards at, a, at 11 and a half is what I got it yeah. at. I think, you know, two for 16 feels about right for me, uh, for him. I, I do like Javante still here. Uh, I can't quit him, Brandon. <laughs> You're the reason why there's a discrepancy in these uh, two could running be. backs. Well, and the advanced, the advanced analytics just are screaming, take the over. Uh, he's been over this toll in four or six games this season. Uh, I think he's going to get double figures on the ground. We expect this game, at least I do, for a large portion, maybe a positive game script. Uh, and, and I think uh, you're right there with me, you know, in the fourth quarter, who's going to get the ball the most? Is it going to be him or Gordon? You know, it could be split right down the middle, which it has been all season long. But again, you look under the hood, 3.49 yards after contact per attempt. That's RB7. Uh, he's forced the third most missed tackles, 22 of any running back in the NFL, trailing only Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb in that category. Uh, yeah, Cleveland's only got about 3.68 yards per carry and 70 rush yards per game. And the third view is fantasy points to the position. But I think Javante's going to be right there, very flexy, sexy. So I'm going to give uh, the slide over an advantage to him. I don't. Well, it, so yeah. why, why, why don't you like both of these overs? I mean, like I said, Melvin Gordon's averaging five more rushing yards per game than Javante. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could get on board with it. But, yeah, you know, I, I can't bet on everything, or can I? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's do this. Let's do a Prop 2 game ahead. I don't know if you got your ranks done for this week. Uh, but Let me get uh, up here. Hold on. 
Would you oh, take – well, as you're pulling it up, would you take either okay. one of the Denver running backs or J.D. McKissick against Green Bay? Um, I am believing that I am going J.D. McKissick on this one. Yeah, I got yes. McKissick at 22. Yeah. I've got uh, Javante at 23 and Gordon at 25. Uh, what about Ramondre Stevenson at your choice of Broncos? That's getting closer. I'm actually going to take both of the Broncos over Ramondre. I think Ramondre does score a touchdown, though. I don't know about his yardage, but I think he gets in the end zone. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's really close. Last one. What about Miles Gaskin? Do you dare trust him against mm-hmm. Atlanta or one of the Broncos? No, I have Gaskin at 25 right now, and that may not hold up. He might even actually drop a little bit lower, but I'm, I got him both. I got both of the Broncos ahead of Gaskin. Yeah, uh, I am saddling up the ponies as well. Give me the Broncos. Number three. All right, marching on here in our Thursday night football preview. Uh, let's get another player prop in here. We'll tie it to fantasy. How about Teddy Two Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater, one and a half passing touchdowns. Now it's plus odds, considerable plus odds, like plus 130 at DraftKings Sportsbook on the over. Or do you think it's only going to be a one or zero TD game? He's dealing with a little bit of an ankle issue, uh, but should be A-OK to play in this contest. What do you think, Brandon? Does Bridgewater get to two passing TDs? Well, we both got to get paid on an anytime touchdown, baby. Noah Fant for for money and right. Cortland Sutton for money. There you money. go. So, That's yeah, two. I will say two. I wouldn't bet on this for Bridgewater, though. I do note that the two unders for quarterbacks this year, Kirk Cousins and Justin Fields, those two teams came in wanting to run the ball. Uh, they're kind of similar in, in that respect to Cleveland. Although Cousins did throw 38 times. So he was... He was under, you know, he had enough pass attempts to get in the end zone a couple times. But Patrick Mahomes, three touchdowns. Justin Herbert, four. Kyler Murray, four. The Houston combo of Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills, two. So, yeah, he can get to two. I think Bridgewater can get there. Yeah, I th- I, I love this, actually. I'm taking the over, and I think he is very much in the stream conversation as we discuss on the Monday pod here the Fantasy Fast Track. Uh, Cleveland's given up the seventh most fantasy points at quarterback position, surrendering 7.46 YPA, 243.7 yards per game, and a 14-2 touchdown interception split, as I said before. Bridgewater has been bang up in several advanced analytics categories, including ADOT, where he's QB5 with a 9.7 mark, and he's top 10 in adjusted completion percentage, and he's done this in four or six starts. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I'm on board with it all day long. And again, if you want to pick him up, plug him in, I think there's a really good shot here. You're going to get anywhere between 18 to 22 fantasy points. Uh, Brandon's going to throw a little curveball here at you. Uh, his pass yards props at 228.5. That seems crazy low to me. How about you? I don't think it's going to be a huge Bridgewater game, but I think two touchdowns and like 245 to 250 yeah. yards yeah, feels exactly. about right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, and he's, again, done this in one, two, three, four, five games, and the only game he didn't do it in was the Baltimore game in which he got knocked out. <laughs> so uh, I love the over on the pass yards. I like the over on the passing touchdowns. Again, he is start-worthy here in this by apocalypse in Week 7. Number two. All right, moving on uh, with another perspective here. If he plays Odell Beckham Jr. Now, uh, there is actually no player prop. I just made this up. Pulled it straight out of the old sphincter, Brandon. Uh, 49 and a half receiving yards. With Case Keenum under center, does it actually benefit OBJ if he is able to go with that dinged wing? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I actually kind of am excited to see it because Baker Mayfield and, and OBJ just don't work together. We've seen this for, you know, going on three years now. Um, but, you know, looking back to Case Keenum, his time in Denver, 
I think that was his last time when he was like the main guy for a full season. Like wide receivers had the 11th most receptions for the Broncos. That was an aged uh, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and a rookie Cortland Sutton. But Case Keenum did a good job of spreading around. Um, and I, you know, I kind of think that this could be a Beckham game, assuming he plays, of finally getting, you know, 60 plus yards. I maybe even think he, he if anybody scores on Cleveland, it might be Beckham. So uh, I'm, I'm sort of weirdly feeling bullish about Beckham in this one. Uh, I am, too. I mean, there's only one direction to go. Right. <laughs> so, right. Uh, yeah. so, look, he's averaging 6.8 targets per game. And, and giving you some of the nitty-gritty here, he's wide receiver 40 in total area. It's wide receiver 66 in yards per target. And here is where the rubber hits the road and why, you know, that relationship is just disjointed with him. And Baker Mayfield, wide receiver 82 and catchable target percentage. I mean, that's unacceptable, you know. Yeah. And when he when he knocks at the gates there uh, at Cleveland Stadium, you know, he's not getting the nacho cheese and the trick-or-treat bag from Baker. No. I can say that right now. No. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think with Case Keenum, uh, Case Keenum will, you know, have tunnel vision and really force it in his general direction. Uh, Keenum in 2019, he was with the football team, remember. He had a, quite a run there as a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was QB 19 adjusted completion percentage. So really nothing to scoff at uh, there. You know, Beckham's been over this in two of four. And, you know, Ronald Darby in the secondary for the Denver Broncos, if he gets any piece of them, man, uh, that's a positive thing because Darby's given up a 142.6 passer rating to his assignment. So I'm with you, man. If OBJ is able to go, Case Keenum actually boosts his potential here in week number seven. Number one. All right, let's get a guy that a lot of people went out and slapped the wallet for. I lost out on him in a couple of leagues uh, via the fab. Uh, people I saw go as high as $42 in my leagues, uh, Brandon, on Dearness yeah. Johnson. And I don't know where you stood. You seemed very bullish early in the week when the news broke that Nick Chubb wasn't you know, going to be able to suit up for this game due to the calf injury. And, of course, Hunt also, uh, you know, one of those uh, contagious calf injuries. He's on IR. So it's Johnson. It's Demetric Felton. But Felton's barely played as a true running back. Uh, just a couple of snaps this season. So Deirdre should really dominate the early down work. But they got to be competitive in this game. Now, his rush yards prop at DraftKings opened at 60.5 and is now scaled back to 57.5. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, not lying. This morning, I was thinking about what I think he's going to do. I said, Alexa, what is 19 times 3.3? Because I'm like, oh, he's going to get about 19 carries. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be He's going to average about 3.3 yards yeah. per carry. And that came out to like 62 yards. Yeah. Which is right where this line is. It's very, very close. So I guess I would lean the slide over. I wouldn't touch this bet, though, by the way. I think it's, I think the number is right on. I think he's anywhere between 57 to 63 yards. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I bet the under at 60 and a half. No way in hell would I touch it at 57 and a half. I think he's going to be right there, like 57, 58, 59. Get him out of the game! Pull him, Stavinsky! <laughs> Get him out! We got to preserve him for next week! <laughs> That's what needs to happen here. So, again, let me give you some of the numbers 
uh, in your research here to help you make a proper assessment of Dearness Johnson. Uh, 33 rush attempts last season, a very laudable 3.00 yards at a contact per attempt. But Denver has given up just 3.75 yards per carry, 94.5 total yards per game, five combined touchdowns, and the seventh fewest fantasy points to the running back position. Only one running back, James Robinson, has hit the 60-yard mark on the ground against them this year. So uh, with your rankings in front of you, let's do an impromptu game ahead-ahead with D'Ernest. Uh, D'Ernest, or let's go back to J.D. McKissick to start against Green Bay. I have J.D. McKissick one spot ahead of D'Ernest. Well, so do I. Uh, D'Ernest Johnson or Miles Sanders in Vegas? Uh, I am going to go D'Ernest Johnson. Really? I'm going Sanders. I can't trust – I just can't trust volume with Sanders. I dude, he could get ten to twelve touches and find the end zone against that, you know, doughboy soft Vegas front. So for me, hundred uh, percent Miles Sanders. Last one, Dearness Johnson or Elijah Mitchell against Indianapolis. Elijah Mitchell, I have a couple spots ahead of Dearness. Actually, three spots ahead. Yeah, I've got him five spots ahead of Dearness. I got Elijah Mitchell at RB18 and Dearness at RB23. So just giving you some perspective there. All right, uh, let's get a little Bernice time in here before we get out of here. Uh, anything else that stands out to you? I already got Noah Fant on an anytime touchdown. What about Donovan Peoples-Jones? Does he tickle your fancy at all? And give me just a, a couple of uh, you know brief thoughts on Demetric Felton. Is he maybe a four or five catch candidate in this game? Yeah, I think they're going to ha- try to uh, – Felton's a guy that's interesting to me. Uh, he's not interesting to Vegas, or Vegas doesn't want to touch him because they don't offer anything for him. What not I yet. Would like to not yet. Felton, what I would like to see for Felton is like a longest um, run or longest reception. I just think he's going to have a big play in this game, like a 25-plus yeah. yarder of some sort. So I would be – I'd be willing to bet a, an over on whatever the longest is, you know, if they offer anything on him. Um I don't know how I feel about Donovan People Jones. We might have a Jarvis Landry return. I, I, you know, he's he hasn't been ruled out yet, as far as I know. So, uh, could be interesting. Could be Odell. Could be Jarvis Landry. Could be Donovan Peoples Jones. And at that point, I'm just thinking Donovan Peoples Jones is probably the third guy. You know, he was only targeted, I think, four times last week. He made a lot out of it, but uh, it's not the, you know, not what I'm going to. Well, what happens if Odell Beckham is ruled out? What does that change your well, view on on DPJ? Yeah, I would probably if you were going to give the same line for Donovan Peoples Jones at forty nine and a half with Odell out, I'd probably take, take the, the over. over. Yeah, so would I. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. I would, uh, and maybe Austin Hooper too. Again, I'm in a like a fourteen teamer with multiple flexes. I'm just trying to muster like seven eight fantasy points and a half point PPR. He may be able yeah. to get there. He yeah. really might. So, and I'm with you on Felton. Uh, keep your eyes peeled uh, in the props market because if his receptions prop comes out like two and a half. I'd hammer the over on that, and he is a low-dollar investment on the showdown slate as well on DraftKings, if you're interested yep. in that. I'm not yep. sliding him into captain mode. I don't have those kind of huevos. Uh, but uh, for under, like, uh, 4500 bucks, he allows you the flexibility to forward up, you know, guys like Cortland Sutton, which I think is going to be 99.9% rostered anyway <laughs> when it's all said and done, uh, when the final lineup's lock. And uh, that is a wrap. For us here on the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast, uh, please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, as well. And until next time, as always, adios!